what? Did I oh. did I make things weird? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was you. It's you, Luke. It's not us. It's you. You're the problem. How do you make things you, weird? You're really gonna. It's not us. It's you, me. I invented. It's not you. It's us. <laughs> no. That just sounded like a bunch of articles and pronouns all together. <laughs> Didn't sound like an actual sentence. I'm the master at not saying sentences. There, there are a million <laughs> sentences that I've never said. That's actually so anyway, a pretty low number. <laughs> this is a cubic inch of sound. Um, over the past week, all of us watched Being John Malkovich. Uh, I am your host. My name is John Malkovich, and I was in Con Air. I'm John Malkovich, uh, but I'm actually not. Also, I'm Kevin. Uh, I'm Nick, and I am not recording this week. I'm John Malkovich, so, and I was else should be recording, John Malkovich. My name's I want Ryan. another person to record. I'm too nervous about this. You guys know this shit from last week. Not <laughs> you also just oh, fuck me. it. If we die, we die. I want a written apology. You just interrupted my intro. Who are you? You didn't introduce anyway. yourself. Uh, my name's Kyle. I am not John Malkovich, and... I just rolled a one on a d20. That's not a joke. I literally did. Nice. But nah, you're funny. a lion. You're a lion. That's just the soundboard. <laughs> I don't want to meme the soundboard, okay? I don't want to act like the soundboard is a thing I ever did more than once. Okay, technically I did it more than once, but not to other people. <laughs> How many I, did not, it? To, not, to you, not to you guys. You did it to me twice. No, I didn't. You did it to me that one time, and then the the time right before that. I mean, after that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So anyway, I don't want to exp- I don't want to explain the soundboard here. I don't want to make the soundboard into this whole thing. So being John Malkovich. A cubic inch um, of soundboard. Nice. <laughs> so this movie was pretty quirky, as it turns out. I can say that. So yeah. Yeah. basically, a man in a very strange, like the whole world, I thought was just kind of fucked up here. I thought there was gonna be some weird like it turns out everyone was going to be wizards or something but no everything's just kind of quirky uh he he's a puppeteer he does puppets and one day he finds a portal in his office that leads into the mind of uh great acting legend john malkovich that just lets you from the jewel thief movie yeah uh, it just lets you see john malkovich for 15 minutes at a time and then eventually he becomes john malkovich that's the best summary I can give, honestly. For like eight months. The, the, Fifteen. This movie was seemed somewhat anti-puppeteer. It was like it had a strange agenda against puppeteers because there were a bunch of lines where, like, like at the beginning of the movie when he gets punched in the face, his wife's like, "Oh, what happened?" He's like, oh, "I'm a puppeteer." Haha. <laughs> and then, so like, first we've got shows that are against nuclear energy. Then we've got mangas that are against. <laughs> Saving people. Now we've got <laughs> movies against puppeteers. What's next? A book against plumbers. <laughs> that would be pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it was just like it was so strange because like, and then when later on, when he freaking destroyed his wife, like <sighs> held a gun to her and everything. Oh. He was like, he was like, why are you doing this? He's like, I don't know. I'm a puppeteer. It was like. What does Charlie Kaufman have against puppeteers? I bet, like, to be fair, do you do you have much respect for puppeteers? Um, if they were good, then probably, yeah. 
I just if don't know any puppeteers. If they were as good as this puppeteer, I would have respect for them. Yeah. I will say he was a really good puppeteer. He was yeah. Fucking insane puppeteer. Honestly, I don't know. I, he was kind of fucking crazy. Uh, kind of. Uh-huh. Very, very fucking crazy. But like, <laughs> it also seems like the movie was a bit stacked against him. But at the same time, he was Is trying he the Joker? to his wife with fucking Catherine Keener. So. Yeah. But like, his wife was cheating on him with the same person. So like. Okay, <laughs> but his wife was Cameron Diaz. I don't think, honestly, if you were married to Cameron Diaz, would you cheat on Cameron Diaz? It if depends. She Does she have a chimp or no? If she was a zookeeper, <laughs> I don't think I would have married her to begin with, to be honest. Wait, so when you say zookeeper, like, what do you have against zookeepers? Yeah. <laughs> I, I am a person against zookeepers. If you were to review me, that's what you would say. <laughs> Not that I hate zookeepers or anything. Just I, hate I don't want to be living with fucking animals my whole life. My yeah, animals well, like monkeys and shit. I go to yeah, a dog gonna, or a cat. I was gonna say. I don't. I don't necessarily think that all zookeepers keep chimpanzees and iguanas in their house, though. Yes, in birds. I think she was just also kind of crazy. crazy. Yeah. Well, I am judgmental and make assumptions about people, and that's what I'm assuming. Mm. I think I love at the beginning though he he looks at the monkey at the chimp and he's like man everything must be so simple for you guys and I was just thinking about like the meme that's like reject humanity embrace monkey <laughs> I did I all right I got a lot out of this movie but I do want to just cover this real quick I got like nothing out of this movie I, I, I have a lot to talk about, but real quick at the beginning, I do just want to talk about fucking... Did anyone notice the main character is played by Joan Cusack's brother? Who's like yeah, never done anything Cusack. else? Who is that? He was in Con Air! Yeah, okay. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I knew Joan Cusack before I knew Joanne Cusack. What? I, I knew him before I knew her. I don't like, know. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. John, I don't know. John either. Cusack is a bigger name, in at least I've I've heard of John Cusack. I, I haven't really heard of Joanne. Mm. You've never heard of. But John here's Cusack? the thing: John Cusack was in Con Air with John Malkovich. Crazy. What? Crazy. Also in 2012. Let's not forget his best pro. Who's even seen 2012? Me. I was I like a big 2012 like, world out. person, like. 11-year-old me really thought I was going to die as a 12-year-old. Hmm. You're an idiot. Catherine Keener. Uh, <laughs> Catherine Keener played, uh, I think her name was Maxine, right? I kind of forgot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Catherine Keener played Maxine. She's the mom in Get Out. I was wondering where I recognized Ooh. her from. Huh. Huh. Oh, that's so weird. I didn't notice that. She seems like she would play an evil mom or evil older woman character in, like, a Disney Channel movie. Yes. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this movie. If, if, yeah. if this movie wasn't so, it's weird. So, yeah, it could have been a Disney Channel movie. And another, honestly, movie. it's a pretty fuck Disney Maxine. Actually, I mean, fuck everyone in this movie. Literally, everybody in this movie is like irredeemably bad, except for John Malkovich. Yeah, he's the only. Yeah, basically, I hated every single one. character, and I didn't enjoy this at all. And Charlie Sheen. Don't forget really? about the random yeah. Charlie Sheen. I, I, like, every minute that I was I watching hated it, it, I was looking at the time, like, when is this going to end? I want to stop watching. I hated every single character, but I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is yeah. funny Was this supposed hell. to be a comedy? Yeah, kind of. Yes. It's up to you. <laughs> it's a quirky cult comedy. with Like, kind of a dark comedy, I guess. I, I didn't really laugh. Comedy. 
I was just like, you what is happening? You did not laugh the entire no. time. No. Even like when Charlie Sheen really? showed up with like the balding cap, like that's just classic slapstick. <laughs> I feel like the only time <laughs> I so almost weird. chuckled was when the puppeteer guy was just like, man, I hate my life and everything. And then the asshole was just like, she just like tilted her head towards the window. And I was like, ha. Huh. And that was it. Okay. I'm going to say something here that at the very least, Dan and Kyle are going to say that I'm an idiot for, all right? right. I had... For some reason, I don't even know why I had thought this, but I thought I heard before this movie that John Malkovich was not the one playing John Malkovich in this. <laughs> and so the entire movie, I didn't think that it was actually John Malkovich. Like, I've only really seen him <laughs> in Con Air. So I, like, just from that, I was like, yeah, he, you know, he kind of sounds a little bit different in this. Yeah, I guess that's probably not John Malkovich. He looks pretty similar. But like, yeah, just just a little bit different. Yeah, no, that can't be him. And then I saw in the credits it's John Malkovich, and I'm like, oh, that was John Malkovich. So I am, I am, I do want to say, Luke, that you're wrong, um, and that I've heard that also. But uh, I haven't. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I think you're kind of stupid. Yeah, I don't know. That was like, <laughs> that's kind of. I don't weird. even know who that the is. The film is called that... Being John Malkovich. You think that fucking John Malkovich just didn't sign you... on? Yeah, I think that would be a funny. I, I don't joke, know. There's though. many movies about people possible. where the movies aren't. They could have found it. They aren't them. Done this with like any fucking actor. They could have done it with Harrison Ford, sex icon Harrison Ford. I I don't know. <laughs> it it could have been funny if they did it about John Malkovich and they just had a guy playing John Malkovich. You <laughs> yeah, know? That's, yeah. That's it, a, it's not. It's not an unbelievably unreasonable thing to think. Like I, I have I mean, certainly seen movies where people don't play themselves. I, know, I, once, just kinda... I do have to say, though, once you see the movie and you see yeah. that John Malkovich is in the movie, <laughs> it is a little unreasonable, but... It's not like I've seen boatloads of John Malkovich. I don't know. I only, no, it's like, a pretty recognizable I have literally only seen him in Con Air. I've never seen any, like, periphery John Malkovich material. I don't read the John Malkovich books. I... I don't read the comics. I don't watch the John Malkovich TV show. I don't know where you guys are getting your expanded universe John Malkovich content from. Okay, just kind I of the I, cultural zeitgeist. John Malkovich is just, you know, he's just there. Who the fuck yeah. is John Malkovich? John Malkovich, okay, John Malkovich has been in a shitload of things that you'd never guess he was in, but none of the them death are like... The of a salesman, he was in that. I looked up his filmography when mm -hmm. uh, Maxine asked what John Malkovich was in, and I was like, huh, I don't know what John Malkovich has been in. He was Space in the 1992 Force, adaptation of Of Mice and Men. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that one. No, that's Classic. when. That's why in the fucking restaurant when the guy was like, "I loved when you played that retard." He's talking about fucking Of Mice and Men. Uh... Look, even Dan didn't get that one. You can't say I'm a complete idiot oh, yeah, no, for not I, knowing I, the full IMDb of John Malkovich. I really only know John Malkovich because of this movie, and I knew it as the movie in which John Malkovich plays a lot of versions of himself. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know it was that. I also, saw him that was in only like one scene, so that's not even a really a good thing to know John Malkovich from in this movie. He was in Secretariat, starring Secretariat. <laughs> cool. Yeah, haven't seen that. One. I, dude, I'm looking through his IMDb right now. Oh, he was in Transformers: Dark of the Moon. <laughs> oh yeah. Dumb one for not having that. seen that. He's in fucking Aragon. It's not much that you haven't seen stuff that he's in. It's just he's kind of like a, a cultural phenomenon. Everyone's just like, oh yeah, it's John Malkovich without ever having seen a John Malkovich John, movie. John Malkovich stars in that fucking movie that's not coming out for another hundred years. Don Quixote? Which one? What are you talking about? Fucking, it's that dumbass. You ever seen this? The dumb um, King Louis, like, 
wine ad that's like it takes Louis the Fourteenth a hundred years to come to perfection. That's Avatar. We're going to <laughs> that's how long we're going to wait to release this movie? It's like twenty one oh four, the movie you'll never see, or something like that. Why are they advertising yeah. for how... it? A hundred years, twenty one fifteen. That's what it's called. It's called a uh, hundred years. It's and it's not coming out till twenty one fifteen. Nope. But the movie about Louis the Fourteenth. I also I do like how. So what is there? How are they making their money? Is there merchandise now? Why I mean, they put I mean, so I mean, much into this movie, movie, knowing they're probably going to be dead for it? Robert Rodriguez made it with John Malkovich, and uh, fucking King Louis like wines or whatever funded them, and they they filmed it. <laughs> so that they can advertise alcohol. God, then... I can't believe I haven't seen this movie that I will literally not be able to see for I another do, 95 I, years. I do like how Google uh, still has it as 100 years as an upcoming experimental science fiction film. Upcoming. Yeah, really <laughs> right, so kind of shifting from uh, John Malkovich to Charlie Kaufman, I just saw that he was meant to make a comedy musical about internet anger culture starring Jack Black, Nicolas Cage, and Steve Carell. But it was like, never made. Uh, Steve I Carell? know those people. The guy from the Minecraft movie? Yes. <laughs> the Minecraft movie. <laughs> Man, I cannot wait for the Minecraft movie to come out. That's going to be I, so good. Uh, I, I am, am curious. I want to see what will happen. I don't know if it's ever coming. You out, know what's but... I'm hyped for? Five Nights at Freddy's movie. movie. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so going back to the movie, maybe. No, I don't no. wanna. <laughs> so, uh, so Craig, the main character, his office is on the seven and a half floor, uh, which is just like extreme. It's like half the size of a normal floor. It's just yeah. really small ceilings. <laughs> And I was thinking the whole time, like, everyone's backs must be in such bad condition, you know? I know. Like, I slouch for two seconds, and, and I'm out for the for the rest of the fucking day. Like, if I, even if I just had to act in this movie, if I was a background, like, extra, and they put me on the seven and a half floor, and they were like, okay, you just gotta slouch for a bit, I would be dead. I would legitimately die. So wait, yeah, That's I, all I was thinking about. I do have a question about the floor. So... The pirate man was the one who like built the floor for his like short wife, right? Yeah. yeah. So according to the story, but Maxine says it's bullshit. Yeah. Okay, but we but know Maxine's the pirate exists meanie. because he's the old guy. man guy. So by that logic, did he bring his short wife with him? And who's his short wife? And if he did, why is he cheating on her with the secretary? What happened to the short wife? I. So he said that. Um, okay, so so to give a little bit more context here, uh, we find out that the whole reason there's a portal into John Malkovich's mind is because um, this one old boss dude is using it to stay immortal because once John Malkovich turns 44, or once any of the subjects turn 44, he's able to go into their minds and like transfer into their body. Um, he had said near the end that he made it seem like he just figured out how to bring other people with him, and that like the other times he transferred bodies, it was just him. So I assume he only knew how to transfer his own body, and his uh, dwarf wife must have died. Damn, that's sad. But at also, like at a natural age, so probably not that bad. Didn't didn't he say that he found the portal though? So that was like 
Yeah. No, I think there of... might be a portal for everyone, you know? You just gotta find them. I don't think there is. No. I think it might just be, like, the host's lineage you can get into their mind. Yeah. yeah. What, one thing with that whole concept that I really didn't understand, or, or like, I'm just like, why didn't they do this? So, um, Lester makes it seem like you can only go into somebody um, once they're 44, once they're, like, mm-hmm. ripe, you know? But John Malkovich was not 44 by the time Craig went in and took control of him. So, like, was it just because Craig was really good at puppeteering that he could control him? Or was Lester just an idiot for not going into 43-year-old John Malkovich? I think No, he actually got his birthday wrong. I, I think <laughs> the implication was that Craig was, like, really good at controlling people, and he was able to do it, like, earlier. I don't think it was, like, a like true or false like you can control them i think it just gets easier up until 44 and like 44 that can make sense i guess it's definitely and i i will say i i do disagree with dan here it's definitely they definitely hinted at the fact that um craig was only able to do that because of the way he looks at puppeteering it is like being in someone else's skin and since mm-hmm. he's used to feeling that way he he said he made friends with john malkovich's body and kind of assimilated his consciousness with it. um and God, that sounds like a weekend at bernie's john type of deal body. The, the main reason i disagree with dan is because after he turns 44 instead he now goes into an infant child some random infant child's body well yeah well, like well, yeah, that's what he was saying 44 is like the easiest it gets until it goes into the other person like, to control any one person. That's right like the overflow. I suppose, but when, when they're an infant, wouldn't you... I, I would assume that since they're not even fucking conscious, it would be pretty easy to control them, but he said... No, well, no, they said that, like, the subconscious is too, like, is, like, murky, so you get lost in it or something. Like No, it's, so, it, he just says that he gets... You get assimilated, you get, like... Into the subconscious because they're a child. Yeah. I don't know. Look, no, Dan's right that's here. That's what happens. It's the, he the Pratt plot the point isn't even the main. The like that plot point isn't even the main point that the fucking movie's trying to go for. In fact, I wouldn't even know what the fucking main point the movie's trying to go for. I think it's just fucking weird knowing Charlie Kaufman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think there was really any like message here. You know, I think I the message thinking... is that it would be kind of cool to be John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I, thinking at first maybe like. Going into John Malkovich's mind was supposed to be like a surveillance state metaphor. And I was like, no, that, that doesn't really work. And then I was like, oh, it's it's kind of supposed to be like a drug, you know? Um, uh, Craig's wife, I can't remember her name, fuck. Uh, she basically describes it like a drug of like trying mm-hmm. to relive the high of going into yeah. John Malkovich's mind. But I don't think that the movie was really pushing a drug message. Yeah. I think it would, it just had that. I think it had, like, a couple different messages to it that you could probably take from it. I, I think, though, that the movie is making fun of people like us that are trying to draw so much meaning out of it. Yeah. About, like, the first couple times they go in, they're specifically, like, there must be some great meaning. And then fucking Maxine's just like, nah, who cares? Let's make fucking money off of it. So, I think, <laughs> honestly, those scenes where the two of them go in for the first time, uh, uh, what's his name, the puppeteer and his wife... Craig. Um, and they're like, wow, that's crazy. This changes everything. There's so much meaning to this. And then Maxine just being like, no. I, I think that's just made to make fun of us, being like, there is no meaning. It's just stupid. Well, you're interpreting meaning right now, so are you stupid? 
And also we kind of agreed that it was just weird. It didn't have much of an overall message. It's what you take from it. That's all that really matters. I took nothing from it. Also, everybody in this movie is incredibly sexual. Just like, yeah. like don't watch this in front of your parents. Yeah. Or yeah. just don't watch it. Yeah, my my favorite scene. I would say watch. We'll get to that later. My favorite scene, I will say, uh, there was there was one scene that was kind of transphobic, but it was like I don't think it was that bad. Um, where they kind of play off uh, the the main character, the puppeteer's wife, uh, coming out to him as trans as a joke. Um, I don't think it was yeah. intended that way, but they definitely did do that. Yeah. Yeah, that one was a little bit weird. I wasn't. Like, I wasn't sure what we were supposed to gain from that. Like, is Craig just being a dick here? Or, like, is his wife being crazy? I don't know. It, it was it was a strange thing to include. Especially because she kind of just seems to get over it, you know? Yeah. She kind of seems to, to be fine. It seems like she just wanted to be, um, to be with Maxine. <sighs> but I did write on a note. Craig is transphobic. Um, mm. I also wrote, and I'm wondering if anyone can enlighten me on this, because I have no fucking clue what this means. I wrote, 9-11, time travel, nah. Well, they showed the Twin Towers from the New Jersey Turnpike, and that's probably yeah. what you were talking about. But uh, I yes. don't know where the time because, travel uh, came from. Yeah, well. Oh, it was because I wasn't sure when this movie was oh. made oh. and i had to look it up and yeah it, it was, it was 99. like in 99 or something and i'm like did he just time travel and then i wrote nah because i looked it up and it was made okay that makes sense thank you because i really had no idea <laughs> like oh my god they're showing the twin towers that must mean that he time traveled it's like oh no wait never mind <laughs> it's One just thing i thought uh, was neat was that like maxine never actually used the portal She's like the only one. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is interesting. interesting. Really says a lot about it. <laughs> you know, she's just very comfortable in her own skin. She doesn't need to be somebody else. Um, but she just happens to be a bitch comfortable in her own skin. She's not comfortable with other people's skin. Uh, okay. <laughs> I found the resolution really funny, though, to this movie. As far as endings go, it was really fucked up, wholesome, and, like, kind of funny all at the same time. Like, that's a Wait, good trick. How is it in any way wholesome? What is wholesome well, because, about because it? Because Maxine and Cameron Diaz were happy together, and, and they, they had, had a daughter, a and they were just happy, yeah. you know? Yeah, but the daughter I mean, was the they guy. Were, they were happy, but they were both complete awful people, just just terrible. Just yeah, the but worst. still, in a way, wholesome, that yeah. people are happy. I don't... Like, I don't know, really dude. I people are in, like, happy. a loving household. It seems like it seems yeah. like it's going to be a nice family for her. So like that's nice. I don't know, dude. Maxine seems very manipulative. I wouldn't put it past it, her it to just like, like kind of drop drew, the like, woman after the her a little bit. Like that was like the whole point of her in the third act was like she kind of felt bad about everything she did. I think it kind of yeah, like she felt at the... least a little bit bad, but I don't think there was really much like. It seemed like the implication was that she was kind of growing as a character, and I appreciated that. I don't think anyone grew. Well, I mean, at least... Well, actually, well, she, he got longer hair. And she got pregnant, so she grew in that the, way. I think the only wholesome thing about it was seeing Craig suffering. <laughs> that, that was great. Was and then it was also funny because he was suffering. So it, it gets all three. I thought that was nice. Yeah. I, I like um, how he was yeah, like, and then, 
Oh yeah, haha, Lester, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna kick you out of Malkovich's body. And then he's like, oh no. Because he gets put in the little girl's body instead and has absolutely no control. I thought that was really good. Why isn't he able to leave? Because he was pushed down into the subconscious. Yeah, but they other people left. Not the child. Yeah, you can't leave the child subconscious. Wait, what, 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 we've, what we've agreed upon is that it seems like it gets... Like, just easier to leave as they... Or, like, easier to control and leave and do stuff in as they get older. Yeah. yeah. And once they hit 44, it's baby time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every single what, person... Like, after a couple a years, he's just gonna get forced out? I don't think he's gonna get forced out. I think he's I think he's stuck there now. He, he went yeah. in too early, and now he's trapped in there forever. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty much worse than... Like hell, mm-hmm. it just sounds awful. Just close your eyes. You know, constant like just living in the subconscious of a child watching your um your ex wife and the woman who you cheated on be happy <laughs> together raising you. <laughs> also, I love the fact that Maxine specifies that it was the other woman's child because yeah. the other woman was a, in John Malkovich's mind. <laughs> yeah. So either no matter who was in his head, it's still John Malkovich's kid. Like no, nobody, no. nobody called the cops on the guy for. I mean, like he disappeared for eight months. I mean, nobody cared about him. So I feel like there should at least be like a missing person thing. Yeah, but I mean. No one's looking. Who would, who would report it? Probably. Hit... Actually, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody, nobody really cared. So. Also, one thing I didn't really think about about the ending was Cameron Diaz's character like was had like six months to be taught like all the mechanics of the portal from Lester and friends. So, do you think she realized that her kid could very easily get taken over, and that like she would try to do something about that? She was like part of that cult for like a few months. I guess not. Also, her name's Lottie. Lottie. I, oh, I, yeah. I looked it up just because... I knew it was some stupid name. That's you know? an interesting spelled, name. Spelled L-O-T-T-E. No no I in there. No I-E. Oh, I've actually Lottie. seen that name before. Really? Yeah. I don't I've know where, Lottie but uh, it's very familiar. Animal Crossing. <laughs> but that, there's an I in there. Um, <clears throat> I will say I think... I don't know. I think the funniest part of the movie to me is fucking... Because thinking back on it, uh, that scene where John Malkovich like finds out about the portal and is running through the building and goes into his own portal and everything, and during Malkovich. that whole time, my only thought was like, what the fuck did the Japanese guy that was already in the portal see during all that shit? He was having a great time. Yeah, he came out. He was like, hell yeah, that was sick. That must have been so fucking weird for him. Malkovich. <laughs> Man, Malkovich, Malkovich has big tits, you know. Uh, do you want to you want to elaborate? Oh no, we were talking about the scene where Malkovich goes inside of himself, and then he's like across from female Malkovich. Yeah, no, I, I like, knew what you meant. I just figured that could use some elaboration for the viewers. No, of course not. Oh, also, Brad Pitt had like a literal one second long cameo yeah that was so weird i recognized brad pitt i was just like oh is that brad pitt i did not yeah 
I know. I was like, <laughs> you're an idiot, Dan. Was, you don't even know Brad Pitt. That was really funny because he was just like Maxine was there, and he's just Brad Pitt just looked really confused in that shot. <laughs> he he's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't, there was a lot of like famous at the time actors like fucking Sean Penn, Brad Pitt. Yeah, um, I mean Brad Pitt's still Charlie pretty famous. Sheen, Brad Pitt is pretty so pretty famous. Charlie Sheen definitely isn't. <laughs> Charlie Sheen Charlie is Sheen way more is famous, infamous. but in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the one thing I got from this movie, Tiger Blood. This movie really made you feel like John Malkovich. I don't know. I still really don't know much about the guy. He he kind of has a weird voice. You know. Yeah. Like he well he sounds he he sounds completely different in this than in the one movie I've seen of him. He has range. He's got like a he's got like a somewhat timid voice, you know. Yeah. He's more timid Meek. than I'd expect. It yeah. Was, it was also incredibly impressive to him for him to like he took on every like mannerism that the puppeteer had when he was the puppeteer. That was he's a method of, actor. Yeah, he became cool. a puppeteer. Yeah. He, 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 and that's where they got all that footage of him puppeteering. Say what you want, but he is a very good actor. Yeah. It was definitely believable when he changed like people who were controlling him. What do you mean, say what you want? Yeah, I'm confused. Like we, he's not. We're just I'm saying, like, oh, who is he? To the, uh, the audience, Luke, not you. Don't don't feel so special. Yeah, but nobody. I don't know. Like, are you just assuming that the audience is going to be hating on John Malkovich? I don't know. Right now? Yeah, Bro, John Malkovich is a pretty universally universally liked actor. I don't know yeah, anybody dislikes him. Someone out there. <laughs> the person who's only okay. seen Bird Box. Yeah. <laughs> on on Wikipedia, they credit him John Malkovich as John Horatio Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe but they then made up the Charlie, no, 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 wait, hold on. John Malkovich as John Horatio Malkovich. Charlie Sheen as himself. So, are that implies that John Horatio Malkovich is different. Is he? No, it Charlie is Sheen is like wandered wait a minute, on. His middle name isn't Horatio. <laughs> it's Gavin. <laughs> Gavin, oh. what the hell? Okay, I guess it's. A... I'm literally so confused right now. Well, John Horatio Malkovich was a character that he had to become for the role, you know. John Malkovich, is, I... John Gavin Malkovich, is a completely different uh, type of person. That's why his Charlie voice Sheen was, was timid, just himself. He just like wandered into like the film and like, okay, keep it rolling. Yeah, he's like, hey, I think I found a way for us to live forever. And he's like, I, I don't understand. And they're like, you're on a movie, keep it going. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't. I literally just saw this. That he's literally playing a different person. Just it's a different middle name and nothing else. He's a very, very similar person to the real John Malkovich. He's he's like one parallel universe across. You know, like the smallest yeah. possible difference. He just has a different middle name, and uh, people think he was in a Jewel Thief movie and nothing else. <laughs> Oh man, I just like, I, it is unbelievable how awful the people are in this movie. Like, I, I like especially considering the beginning, you just think it's going to be some tortured guy just going around, having a time, you know, being John Malkovich. But then he's like, why? At the beginning, why? no, I didn't think that. I had no idea what was happening. At Kevin, it sounds like a you problem. Thinking, I was just thinking, I bet people would like this guy if he just made more normal puppet shows, you know? Yeah. Like... Like, maybe instead of doing the weird sexual puppet shows on the street that he was doing, he could have just done something normal that kids would like. Huh? Yeah. Maybe then you wouldn't have gotten beaten up. I also, I also, 
remember like when he was going in for the interview he didn't even like button his jacket and i was like dude what are you doing come on gotta at least button your jacket to an interview that like (laughs) interview scene was very slapstick at first like oh look at this funny guy he says funny things and the the roof's really small Uh and then it got but it was it was funny it was was funny wrote he wrote a made-up letter and he was like hey uh which which letter comes first, this one or this one? And he's like, you just you, that's just a scribble. It's like, damn, you're good. It's actually derf. <laughs> I did enjoy that. It's the but number between six bit. and Kevin. seven. Deep cut. Charlie Charlie Kaufman has a very like specific way of writing dialogue. I think because I, I noticed it in this, I noticed it in the other movie I've seen by him. Um, uh, 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 I'm thinking of ending things. That he just has this way of writing dialogue that makes you feel really fucking uncomfortable, and the if the actors like play it well, it's like it's awful to watch in a good way. No, like, I think it was just awful to watch. Well, you're also uh, stupid. So um... <laughs> wow, you really showed him. <laughs> I've noticed that. No, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I liked his dialogue. I like. Yeah, it, well, it's like nice. specifically in the bar scene with Maxine when he goes on the date the first time. Yeah, he's like simping. First of all, definition of a simp, dude. Come yeah. on, mediocre pussy at best. Anyway, um, you can't say that. Why not? Yeah, because I what? Because I've never fucked Maxine, dude. Come <laughs> yeah, on, mediocre pussy. But um, it, it just when he's in that bar, like the fucking, uh, I just hey, no, I'm I'm trying to respect women. Well, you don't like my tits? What are you a fag? He's a fag. I'm I'm getting out of here. And then it's so uncomfortable, but it's I don't know. It's so good. It's so funny. I was yeah, just uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I've only yeah. seen one other Where were my fight movie, scenes? Which was uh, Eternal Sh- Sunshine, which I really liked that one, but I did notice this one was uh, a lot more, it leaned more into the uncomfortable aspects of uh, the dialogue. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Craig was just such an, like a, a weird character at the beginning, at least. He was just like so, so weak. Just like, he just seemed like he was gonna be pushed over at like Nick any moment. Nick is gonna come up it... and push him over. Yeah, I was about to. I almost pushed my computer off my desk. <laughs> hey, but you know what's weird is that um, is that before he learns how to control Malkovich, there's like the 15 minute window of mm-hmm. of being able to experience John Malkovich, and all of the sex that was had in this movie with uh, with either Craig or um. Lottie's wife, uh, yeah, or Lottie having sex with Maxine was all within that 15 minute window. Yeah, and I feel like that would just be like so stressful and not enjoyable, you know? Well, the 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 last of a sex are you really getting in there? The last time when John Craig, yeah, the last time Craig (laughs) had sex as John Malkovich with Maxine, he was in there for a while. Mm. So, at least one sex was not 15 minutes, a lot of them. Most of them were fifteen minutes, or well, not when he, well, not when there was the long like eight month span of him being John Malkovich. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I just feel what, what kind of, what kind of sex are you really getting there? I don't know. They said at one worth. point they said like they were, um, they were gonna make John Malkovich eat an omelet off of the floor or something, yeah. Yeah. something more sexual. They were, they were gonna the, well, they're like, gonna fuck on the table and then eat, have John Malkovich eat the oh, yeah, omelet yeah. off the table, and then John Malkovich broke through for a second and screamed <laughs> out here. Yeah, yeah. So they were saying 
that in 15 minutes they were going to not only have sex on the table, make an omelet, and eat the omelet? They could definitely no do that if they that was, did well, it quick. Wasn't, wasn't that a one he... During yeah. he was controlling him, remember? Well, yeah, but they didn't know that he was going to be there for a long time at that point. I, I, yeah. I suppose, yeah, they didn't. But, like, yeah. but I mean, like, if they did, like, a quick pump and dump and then, like, a nice quick omelet, I bet you could do that. <laughs> I mean, how long does it take for them to get from the drop-off point back into the portal? Five minutes? Probably a while. But, well, no, no, definitely not five minutes. Yeah. yeah, they have to yeah, go yeah, from New Jersey Turnpike. Like, the entering New York sign is, like, near them, so it it's takes a while to get back minutes. to Manhattan. It's Turnpike under 15 minutes. Just outside of New York City. Yeah, but it would take a while to get into Manhattan and then up the building. I mean, well, think about just parking alone. I mean, yeah. uh, he, when he gets, he put, like, the people go in the portal, and then he goes and picks them up, and it sounds like, it looks like he's waiting there, so it's under 15 minutes. Yeah, It's probably That's easier true. to get out of the city and not have to find parking in the city. Yeah, that's fair. If you drove a car yeah, I mean, we, we can't. Yeah, we can't <laughs> say it probably does only take around fifteen minutes to, yeah. to get there. So um, I'm, I'm interested. So you could, like, could kind of do an on and off of like fifteen minutes of you being in John Malkovich, fifteen minutes of normal John Malkovich, and then, and then you get back in. Yeah, make John like, Malkovich you can really the finish omelet. him off. <laughs> I, I I also like. They, uh, okay? they never call, call him John Malkovich. They always call him Malkovich. Like, he's not even a person. He's just an object. He's like, the Malkovich. Well, that's his name. I get that, but they just say, <laughs> say it like he's not even a person. And I, I, I didn't like pick up on that. Yeah, they're always like, how long were you in Malkovich? Like, like it's a place or an object. I mean, that makes sense. That's, I mean, that's how they were using him. They were using yeah. him as just a, a means to an end, and the end was sex and money. <laughs> I, I just think that's a pretty good detail. Yeah. I don't know. It's because, like, it's like, who's John? Oh, Malkovich. John's <laughs> a normal name, right? Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, I guess if we just said John, it would be a little bit weirder. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like at in context, they'd be like, yeah, obviously it's John Malkovich, you know? How long were you in John? Who? <laughs> They're just it could in the be business. anyone! <laughs> <laughs> Which John? I've been in so many Johns this past few weeks, you have no idea. John Cusack. John... <laughs> F. Kennedy. <laughs> Nothing bad. I'm curious uh, about the scene where John Malkovich was like, I'm going to see you in court. Like, imagine yeah. going to a lawyer and being like, I want to sue someone for taking over my mind. Yeah, do you need to like send everyone in the jury through the portal? <laughs> you need to like get a new law. It's like a magic act. <laughs> Get a new law. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, like, they're gonna set a precedent for that one. Yeah, landmark cases exist, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For years to come, that that decision will be how we base uh, mind portal cases in the U.S. <laughs> so what happened with the piece of wood? I think it that was most the, the one that was covering the portal? He got it at the end. No, the one that he was holding. Because, like, he was holding the wood when he went through the first time, and then he had it at the end, too. I... But why? Supposed to illustrate that um, when he went through the first time, he lost the wood in the subconscious, and the second time he went through, he was in control like of the subconscious, and then came out with it because he. Where'd the wood go? 
Is it just in his mind? Can yeah, we put yeah. things into his mind? I mean, you put oh, it in your I entire mean, body. That's what in there. people do. That yeah, the people were disappearing in okay, there. Okay, well here's what I'm saying. All right, toss a grenade into the portal. No. <laughs> Why? Why do you want to blow up John Malkovich's head? Will it just come out with the last person who jumps out, or will it blow up his mind? I mean, it seems like I... time passes. So, I assume it would blow up. But if it blows up, where, where does the explosion explode? <laughs> it's in his brain. Blow up is like memories. He's like, man, all He's I can like, remember is fire. John, John Malkovich is, is just like... <laughs> He's just talking to someone and his head fucking explodes <laughs> for no reason. Well, I, I think the grenade would be in control of John Malkovich for 15 minutes. <laughs> so if it explodes, John like Malkovich experience. just gets unbelievably angry. Like, yeah. so angry that he actually explodes. And then, like, a bunch of trap will just rain down on the turnpike. Uh, or Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I mean, I in, a, in, a, in a freak accident, like... If the grenade becomes in control, the explosion just keeps going, and he becomes the second son. What? I'm I'm lost. He, co he constantly goes through the fucking fusion that the grenade goes through. So I think we just figured out how to get unlimited energy. Yeah. Just yeah. What I thought was all we need is a portal into John Malkovich's head. That should yeah. be easy. At the beginning, um, the the like the first scene of the movie is the puppet show that Craig is putting on for nobody, and it yeah. looks like the puppet dabs at one point. And I was like, haha, this is epic. Wild. Oh boy. See, that's why I thought I thought 9/11 was time travel because I thought that this movie must have been made in like 2017 for them to get that dab. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's already been said, but the puppeteering scenes were really amazing. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, they yeah, didn't have. I, I feel I like it. they didn't have to make the puppete the puppeteering as good as it was. It was mm -hmm. just so good. Craig's Craig's dance, especially, I really think that was choreographed well. Yeah, I'll, I, I think if if the, all puppeteering was as good as that, I'd be fine with puppeteering just replacing movies like it did with uh, the John Malkovich universe. You no, know? no, listen. Not to imply that I have any respect for puppeteers, though. Oh, yes, of course. Guys. Listen, when John Malkovich did, like, the backwards handspring to putting his feet on the wall and then, like, laying yeah. on the floor, that was yeah. the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it would be amazing if John Malkovich like actually was able to do that. That would be super cool. <laughs> he just he yeah, they they had to they had to get another actor to play him. <laughs> that's what you were. That's what you heard. Then there's this one scene where John Malkovich does a backflip uh, to show off his despair, and they got a different actor <laughs> to play that. A backflip of despair. <laughs> Convey Yo, look at how sad I am, guys. <laughs> One of the notes I had, I wrote, imagine being the actor who played John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> I, have some, I, I have something written down. I said, imagine being John Malkovich in this movie. So we had the same note there. <laughs> how do you think this went? Do you think they got John Malkovich signed on early? Like, do you think they had to fucking go up to him and be like, hey, we want to make this movie where we get a bunch of people to go into this little door in a random office building and then they become you? No, actually, it was uh, See, becoming Nico at first, but they couldn't get him, so they had to change the script. No, no, I was legitimately going to say that. Knowing the fact that they actually did get John Malkovich, I could totally believe that this was, like, being insert actor here, and they were just like, whoever's, like, the 
the coolest actor we can get that it would be the funniest for people to become him that's that's who we should have um now if they had had a different actor to play john malkovich i would have been like ooh. obviously they just thought the idea of john malkovich was funnier than whether or not they could get john malkovich and so that's why it was john malkovich they they must have designed this with specifically john malkovich in mind I don't know. I do think, so it could I do think have been the anyone. title being John Malkovich is a lot snappier than being Nick Cage. No, being Nicolas Cage sounds like a way better movie. Well, we're also biased against this movie. If it was the same fucking What do you mean movie, I'm biased against this movie? You've been talking about how much you hate it the whole time. Yeah, yeah I didn't like it. That's not you biased. You think it would have been it would have been better if it was Nicholas no, the Cage, title. But the title. Was the oh, the title. I, no, I, I disagree. I completely disagree. Belkovich is such Malcolm. a good, like, name when it when it comes to theatrics. It's like such a wacky, not wacky. It's such a like <laughs> theatrical name, I guess. I don't know. It's so it's cool. A, the title also, is snappy, I think. Yeah. yeah. Being also, John Malkovich, I don't know. There, it's got some like aggression to Nicholas it. Nicholas yeah, Well, specifically from like an English perspective, it's because of the way the syllables of Malkovich work out and how they're stressed because like if nicholas cage's name was switched around because nicholas is a three-syllable word it would also be good like if it was being like cage nicholas but that does sound better but because his name is nicholas and then cage being nick cageless (laughs) (laughs) being nick cageless so so really they probably designed it around the name you know they were like yeah John Malkovich, we don't really know. I don't know if he would be the best person for this, but he definitely has the best name for the title. Because <laughs> being John Malkovich just sounds so much better than, like... Being Jack being Black. Nick, being Keanu Reeves. <laughs> being now, if Brad Pitt. If they had gotten Jack Nicholson, that would have been a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> being Harrison yeah. Ford. I mean, this was a movie. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Say what you will, audience. This was a movie. <laughs> I disagree this was not a movie <laughs> this was a i watched movie. this as a mini series i watched it in little chunks i watched it in two parts, parts. nice why because i watched I it about because i because I, I started it at night and then i was like eh, it's too late i have class in the morning and then i finished it yeah, and an intermission i respect that yeah there was an intermission that lasted like 16 hours <laughs> wow those uh, those puppet shows are getting really crazy these days. <laughs> Making people wait for 16 hours just so they can set up more puppets. Do you know what part I did like about the movie now I think about it? It was what? like at Most the end it. when they had like his, uh, like it was on TV, like the special about him. Yeah. I thought that was very, uh, very well done. It seemed very <laughs> realistic. I really like Sean Penn being like, Dude, I'm gonna be a puppeteer now. <laughs> it's just like movies are. You no, know, we don't want to jump on the bandwagon yeah. or anything, but it's like by the time it becomes reasonable for me to do it, and people won't make fun of me, I'm gonna be a puppeteer. It was very. What do you tough. think John Malkovich's agent would actually do if he just came up and was like, "I want to become a puppeteer"? He'd be like, "Haha, I remember that movie." It depends. <laughs> it depends on how much of an asshole John Malkovich actually is. Probably. Mm-hmm. John Mar- I, like this was the real John Malkovich. He wasn't that much of an asshole. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like the the no. Remember the manager guy was like, "Oh man, we can't let him. We can't keep him waiting again because presumably something really bad happened last time." Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think I, I think what they meant in that situation because they had him waiting in the lobby at that time and it was like. 
uh, Mr. Malkovich is here. Should I send him in? He said, yes, send John in and don't ever keep him fucking waiting again. Because I, I guess, like, he kept, should the, the secretary kept him waiting and he was like, no, that's bad for our clients. We don't want them to be waiting. John is a very big client. Send him in immediately. Just don't fucking keep him waiting. Just always no, no, no. Malkovich no, that... is a very big client. <laughs> Not John. We don't call no, it, him John already. It definitely seemed more like John Malkovich like blew up at them for keeping him waiting. Grenade. Specifically, I, I, I disagree just because specifically it seemed like he was being very nice to him and he, he also called her a cunt at the desk. So it seems like he didn't like the secretary and liked John. And just wanted to fucking be like more polite to John than just keep him waiting. It's not a secretary. It's uh, whatever joke they said. (laughs) Nice. John Malkovich seemed nice to the uh, the taxi driver. Yeah, that's true. One other person he interacted with that I was like, oh, he's he's polite. Yeah, but he does definitely have roles where he's an asshole. So I think that that that's just what I got from it. They rubbed they rubbed off on him. (laughs) Yeah. The re- real John Malkovich in the fake the John Malkovich world is an asshole. <laughs> he's such a he's such a uh, a fucking character actor that when he played that guy in the Jewel Thief movie, he actually stole a shitload of money. Yeah, he was like he was like, wait, yeah, when... I didn't play a Jewel Thief movie. I was a Jewel Thief, but I didn't play him in a movie. <laughs> Remember when he fucking threatened a stuffed bunny with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah, in Con in Con Air, he holds up the bunny that Nicolas Cage is, is trying to get because it was a gift for his daughter, and he he says like, "Stop her, the bunny gets it," and he's holding a gun up to the bunny. Con Air is a, a disastrous masterpiece. It's it's so good, honestly. <laughs> I watched it like a year ago. I should I want to watch it again. I've still never seen it. Same. Never seen it. No. no. You guys need therapy. Wow. Okay. That, was, that was aggressive. I mean, you didn't know what Don Malkovich looked like, so. I, I, I honestly, Luke, I like Connor. <laughs> I also think it's a bad movie. It's fucking awful. It's, it's an awful movie, but it's so good. <laughs> it's like, it's honestly the perfect combination of good and bad, you know? Because, like, there are some so-bad-it's-good movies that I think are just too bad to actually be good. Like, people say they're so-bad-it's-good, but I'm like, no, I don't think it was really good. I feel like Con Air has pretty good, like, just pacing and, like, crazy enough action scenes mm-hmm. that you're just like fine with it you know you're just I like completely this is agree. fucking hilarious and then whenever Nicolas Cage says something stupid you're just cracking up at it because it's like oh it's Nicolas Cage being it's, funny it's the writers of the room with a budget and real actors that's it's what it is is it I mean, it, it's kind not of? literally, but, like, it's written terribly. But <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean literally. I just meant, like, it, it doesn't seem to have that I vibe. Don't think it's, I don't think it's written that poorly. I, I mean, never. You... Know, we're talking about being John Malkovich, not Con Air. Save it for the Con Air podcast. <sighs> I will. But we're not allowed to suggest movies for next week, so. Preemptive in two weeks Con Air suggestion. <laughs> Because in two weeks, dude, we got to do something spooky for, yeah, for October. Wrong. Oh, shit. Con Air butthole cut. What? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is that? It's nothing. It's it's like the, the fucking... Do you ever, like, think about things before you no, say them? Do you ever, like, stop yourself I from saying something? I wish you stopped saying things and thought about it beforehand. 
Okay, well, fine. We'll fucking just watch the cat's butthole cut. How about that, cunt? Why do we have to watch the butthole cut? Yeah, cut? yeah, I don't... I mean, hey, that's, that's the cat's butthole cut is a literal thing, though. No, it was a thing that it's... people wanted to happen, but yeah, isn't it wasn't a thing. A special it's thing not a literal thing, thing. It, we can't watch it. it. They fucking, okay, you know, never mind. I'm not going to talk about the cat's butthole cut right now. It, it it might exist a version on on some intern's hard drive somewhere, but it's yeah. it's not like a This thing. is why you should take internships, so you can get files like these. <laughs> so you can get the cat's butthole cut. Yeah, and leak That's it. That's a good idea. <laughs> to our, yeah, this to our so anyway <laughs> if you have the uh, butthole cut leak it now <laughs> overall would you guys recommend uh, the movie being John Malkovich not the experience of being John Malkovich because we would all recommend that what, what did you think uh, yes or no I loved yeah. the movie I would not recommend it I'd recommend it I would absolutely you did recommend, recommend it, it Dan Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dan, you literally recommended it. Well, I would do it again. <laughs> I I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot. I would recommend it, but with the pretense of like, this uh, this is a movie that doesn't really have a point. You're not gonna really feel good about yourself after watching it. You're not really gonna feel much of anything other than oh, <laughs> that was weird. I felt really yeah. uncomfortable, and I didn't want to watch. I didn't even want to finish it. I I I, I don't get what was so bad about it, Kevin. Like. I, all of the characters were extremely unlikable, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I thought this was a comedy, and I only, I just feel bad. It is a comedy. Sometimes comedies make you feel bad. I don't yeah, like that. A lot of, the, I mean, comedies have unlikable characters more than other. Yeah, types okay, of but there are unlikable characters that you just, you just kind of like because they're so unlikable. These were just so unlikable that I didn't want to look at them anymore. I mean, the movie Midsummer is a comedy, and when I went to see it in theaters, I, there was one part I laughed really hard at, and the, the pretentious asshole behind me that thought it was just an art house horror film called me an asshole. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Like, I'm, I'm it, totally it, lost. It's, just, it's a dark fucking comedy. Look, that pretentious oh. guy probably saw this movie and went, no, this isn't a comedy. It's got so much meaning behind it. Like, it... People fucking interpret things differently. So if you didn't see it as a comedy, it's easier not to look at it that way. Then it doesn't have to be. I don't okay. think Midsummer's a comedy. I, I don't know, but it is. Midsummer is definitely is one, a comedy, buddy. It's listed as a horror drama. Listen, <laughs> Kyle, I thought I thought you were just saying that you can interpret a movie as whatever yeah. you want. Like it might not be a comedy for you. Now you're saying Midsummer's definitely a comedy. Yeah, I, I think I've seen it. I'm so sorry. I can't with that guy. I think you are the pretentious the asshole. Director, who the <laughs> black comedy film, dude. It's listed as a horror drama. Okay, well. Google I don't know anything about Midsummer. I can't make judgments about this. I'm just a movie used more than anything and not be a comedy. <laughs> I've heard. I think this. To clarify, I think this movie was a comedy. I would call this a. This movie was a comedy. I'm going to say this one thing, and then we can move on. Ari Aster, the director of the movie, is on record as having said the movie, in his mind, is an absurdist dark comedy. Let's say moving on. You just can't say moving on. A movie isn't what a director says it is, it's what people take from it. That's, That's exactly what I was going to say. I ass off at it! I took that it was a dark comedy! Damn! Well, you, okay, and that pretentious guy didn't. And yeah. you know what? Maybe he's an idiot, maybe he's not. I have no idea. For I, fucking, I, uh, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here either, but you know what? Sometimes we all gotta do things we don't want to do. I want to go back to being John Malkovich. No, I'm fine being here.
I don't think I would want to be John Malkovich. He's really old now. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely older than 44. Craig didn't want to be an old guy either. I wish I was in a younger body. I was like, dude, come on, you're John Malkovich, you know? He's only 40. Yeah. I I think I could deal with being 40-year-old John Malkovich. Yeah, probably. I mean, he can do a freaking back handspring, like, a dance. No, that was his stunt double. Oh, in in universe? Yeah, Craig called in a stunt double because he was like, "Hey, I don't think I can do this one. I have an old body." <laughs> you know, he, he has a, he has John Malkovich money, so he can just hire a stunt double to follow him around in real life. And occasionally, he has a he has a stunt double in every single room just in case he needs to do a stunt. Yeah, exactly. They're hidden, so you don't notice the transition. They're they're ninja stunt doubles. <laughs> I could go for one of those. A ninja stunt double? Ninja stunt double, yeah. That would be what cool. would you use it for? Well, you know, just to like make people think I was doing really impressive things. I'd be like, hey, let I'd me uh, them, let though. me go off into the corner here and then like do a backflip and then hopefully nobody would notice that it wasn't me doing the backflip, it was the stunt double, and then they'd be like, Whoa. You're what so if cool. I meet you halfway here yeah, but and I'd be- say I wanna have all of the abilities of Kevin and all the, the powers of a stunt double stunt double. Alright? So I just want How to be is that me meeting in... me halfway? That's just, like, objectively better than what I said. Yes. <laughs> I want to be objectively better than what you said. <laughs> Alright, well, that's that's objectively better. Good for I just can't do a backflip. I'm just thinking that it would be useful to have a guy to do backflips. I don't know. I feel like that would be really unfulfilling and just kind of sad. Everyone would be like, wow, that was an amazing backflip, Luke. And then you'd be like, haha, I didn't even do it. And then you'd get sad about it. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell them that. You know, I would feel pretty fulfilled when everyone loves me, and and nobody loves it's you. It's empty you can't do love. <laughs> Neither can you, and it's empty love. They love something you can't yeah, do. Yeah, but people love me because they think I can do a backflip, and that's what's important. Luke, they love the idea of you doing a backflip, and you cannot fulfill that <laughs> promise that you gave to them. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm fine with living a lie. If I if I had the power to like lie to people and then have them like believe me i'd just be like hey you do have that power yeah well you know what no i'm talking about like hey dude i can totally like make a girl come from 20 feet away and then like all my guy friends be like whoa that's fucking sick and then it'd be completely false what was the point of what are you trying to say (laughs) what i'm getting to is that i would feel nothing about that i would feel completely fulfilled them thinking i could do it even if i couldn't i don't like that feels like lying yeah. It is lying. He literally said he was lying. Lying is. lying is only good if it's funny. Whoa. Hey, did you guys know I can I can make a girl wet from like twenty feet away? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I have a super soaker too. <laughs> I don't have a super soaker. Well, that was a lie. You're not fucking cool. By the way, that was not a product placement. We are not sponsored by Nerf or Super Soaker. We're not. Wait, are unfortunately the, is, not. Is the Nerf make super soakers? Yes. Wait, Crap. I'm pretty sure. I never knew. They use the same font. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, Nerf makes wrapping up. Huh? Any any final thoughts about being John Malkovich before we move on to some suggestions? I Malkovich. wish I was John Malkovich. Yeah, we all do. We all do. Other than the fact that he's old now. He's, how, how yeah. Is John Malkovich? Probably like 70, like not 70. Well, he's 40, 40, so he's probably like 65. That makes sense. 
66. Damn. 66? Whoa. How'd oh, you get that information? Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia that anyone can edit? <laughs> we are sponsored by Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, getting, dude. Wikipedia can't money. afford to sponsor us. Every time you go on there, they're like, "Please give us money." You know, it's all a front. Is it? It's how the military gets their funding. Ah. <laughs> That's how the military gets their funding. I didn't know that many yeah. people cared about Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You, you never would have thought, but it's the truth. So, so I don't understand. Anything, like, don't ask me. Billions of dollars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's hey, could, hey, could you give $3? It's like, no, I'm not going to give $3. I'm going to give you $2 trillion. <laughs> The U.S. government just wants to support Wikipedia <laughs> funneling the money. <laughs> Wikipedia. You know, I, guess if, I guess if we need trillions of dollars for Wikipedia, uh, what are we going to do? Say no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, to... suggestion time. I'm gonna say I'm gonna officially officially call it as being suggestion time. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So my suggestion. I decided I wanted to bring something back. So I'm going to bring back something that Tim had suggested, which is the first two Diary of a Wimpy Kid books. Ooh. I think there's there's a lot we could talk about with those, you know. Mm -hmm. And also, Roger Roderick Rules is not only the best one, but I have a signed copy. By Jeff Kinney. Amazing. The author. Oh, that's yeah, it wasn't just signed by some random dude. He had, yeah, it was Jeff Kinney. Well, I'm going to continue the theme of bringing back something that Tim suggested with Mushroom Men the Spore Wars. I don't want to hate on a suggestion. but <laughs> Just leave it at that. Leave it at that. But, yeah. yeah, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I will continue my theme of suggestions and suggest another music another music suggest another album um uh this time i'm suggesting helplessness blues by fleet foxes it was one of the best albums of 2011 and i think it really encapsulates the cultural zeitgeist of the mid 2010s to 2020 and i think we can i don't get to it in some way. wait the the mid 2010s yeah like how like, mid like 2013 to like our teenage years is what i'm trying to say huh weird all right kevin uh, Kevin? No. The... I'm suggesting Kevin. Oh, okay. <laughs> we review Kevin. So I'm going to say the 2005 Robots movie game for the Game Boy Advance. Okay. For the it's GBA. <laughs> that's, an, that's a very interesting suggestion, I have to say. Uh, yeah. It looks like a 2D platformer, but also puzzle. <laughs> isometric. Okay, uh, Dan, do you have a suggestion? Can I suggest a language? No. no. Sure, dude, go for um, it. Go for uh, it. You can suggest it. Unless <laughs> you can, unless it's French. It's not. I... French. Okay. I'm gonna suggest Latin. What? <laughs> oh. How much Latin can we learn in a week? Is the question. If I well, learn, like, we we've, the next we've pretty much said spoken in Latin. We have to do the we've pretty much said in Latin. <laughs> Like, the most no. that we've done for, like, required material is, like, 10 hours long. If you just learn Latin for 10 hours, what can you get out of it? At least I know there's one suggestion that won't be getting any votes. Anyway. 
Um, I'm going to vote for it to spite you, Kyle. That's why why I said it. You're welcome, Dan. Tim had suggested... Drumroll, please. I'm not going to vote for it to spite you. He had suggested Clone High, uh, which is 13 episodes total of 22 minutes each, so shouldn't be... Actually, I think that's like what is it? How long Samurai Jack was? Oh, you don't know Clone High? Okay, oh boy! So it's turned into a meme <laughs> recently because yeah. it's getting brought back. Um, but basically, it was a, a cartoon about a bunch of historical figures brought back as clones mm-hmm. and like teenagers in a high school. Um, so like Abe Lincoln is there, um, Cleopatra is there, JFK is there. Gandhi because people people fucking love JFK in this, mm-hmm. and people fucking hated Gandhi. Like, people legitimately protested Clone High because they didn't like the depiction of Gandhi. What the hell? Uh, that looks so it's weird. I've, I've seen it, clips on YouTube that were really funny. The whole yeah. thing is also on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing. I'll upset oh, the way through. Interesting. Okay. Um, so, let's go over each of them. So, we're just going to be saying I for each one if you want it and not voting for our own suggestion. Okay, so Dari of Wimpy Kid. Aye. Okay, that's two. Uh, Mushroom Men. Damn it. Cool. Sorry for those Mushroom Men, the Spore Wars fans out there. Um, Helplessness Blues. Aye. Sick. Alright, that's one. Robots Movie Game for the GBA. Aye. Two? Alright. Uh,. Latin? I. <laughs> Alright, we've got one. And Clone High. I. I. That's another two. So we've got a, a big split opinion here. Is, it, is really... it a three-way tie or something? It's a three-way, yeah. yeah. That's it's a three-way. Point. What I mean is... <laughs> it's between Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Robots Movie Game, and Clone High. That's a good spread. Should we like vote one off first, or like, or or vote for as many as we want between? I don't even know how to do a vote between three with just five people. That I seems think like we're everyone just votes get... one. They just get one vote. I think that will settle it. I don't know. Right, I think it would be right, more. So... In, I think it would be more tense if we voted one off before we voted again. I think <laughs> okay. that would be exciting. Yeah, let's do that. I want to vote. Okay, so. If you don't get a marshmallow, what, you get voted wait, off you're permanently. For it, Kyle. So. <laughs> To never, so, ever Devin. come back. <laughs> so there's a Dire of a Wimpy Kid, Robots, and Clone High. We are voting one of them that we do not want to view. Wimpy. So, um, oh, and yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, so Dire of a Wimpy Kid? Aye. Aye. Alright, that's three. The Robots movie game? Aye. Aye. Can I also okay, vote so them? so no, nobody vote voted one. off Clone High. <laughs> I guess we're doing Clone High. That's not, we were voting one off. Right. We have to vote between the two. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll we'll vote between the two. Um, so sure robots yeah. and Clone High. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, that was that was real I, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was just a little bit shocking. You know, we we had to do a vote just to be sure. Just to be sure that between robots and clone, how the fuck did robots get this far? I'm sorry, Kevin. I, was, I wanted to play robots. I wanted to see if it followed the plot of the movie. Or it was just like a spinoff. I don't know. I'd re- I mean, you it's said robots, sequel. and I'm like, ooh, that's pretty weird. You know, like I I really 
don't have good memories of that movie, so I feel like I probably wouldn't enjoy it that much, but I'm at least a little bit curious, but like, the robot's game? I mean, it was it's a movie. I associate the movie with getting sick in a car. I associate the movie with the joke at the beginning where they said, we're talking about the baby delivery, and it comes in a box. <laughs> See, I, I mean, I couldn't vote fun, in another movie because we just didn't. A, yeah, yeah, fun, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm aware. There was a fun trans joke in it that wasn't actually transphobic, that was kind of funny. Really? Yeah. Dude, do you remember it? In the oil, I though? vaguely yeah. remember it. He fucking, yeah, he gets like a female part and then just uses it. You're gonna need to explain that a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are a lot of jokes I can make here that I don't want to make. <laughs> so I guess clone high it is. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna find out what it means to be a clone. I hope that it's I hope that it's really deep uh, dis discussions of of clone ethics. You know, I hope it's really deep sci-fi yeah, here. It was on MTV. It's really gonna be fucking ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I hear JFK is a very cerebral character. Absolutely. Talking back. Dude, I fucking love JFK. Yeah, <laughs> it's that one scene. Have you, there's a, you know, actually, I'll save this for next week. I'll save it for next week. There's save it. Do. You know, I was kind of split between the robots game and ultimate brain games for the GBA. We're not going <laughs> But I feel, I think ultimate brain games is just like chess and the like not actually like brain testing things uh, you know, so fun know. fact the the two times that tim has suggested uh cartoons he's won so yeah maybe if tim just keeps bringing in cartoons then uh then we'll get those yeah well one day one of my music fucking recommendations is gonna get through and i'll, I'll that day i'll come until then i'll be dry well i i've been voting for him you i know, vote i voted hard enough Speaking of which, remember to vote, fellas, in the upcoming election. Only fellas? That's kind of sexist of yeah, you. Girls can be fellas. Fella is... Fe fella has never been gender specific. That's yes, it is. Like, yeah, it is. What? It is. Yeah. Since when is fella as one... L listen, like, dude, I think, kind of became gender... Like, I use dude in a gender-neutral sense. I think dude has maybe a history of, of being guys only. But, like, fellas... Fella, yeah, it is, definitely fella is. is a masculine term. Like yeah. it's kind of used both ways, but it, it's a masculine term. What the like, fuck? I'm sorry. I was I was just on Google Images looking at the the robots um, game because I wanted to see what it looked like, and I found this, and I'm just I'm a little bit confused about how it. are you confused? Because um, I I didn't realize that there was a fucking tiny Game Boy, Kevin. I'm sorry. That what, I feel like this is probably like, like custom built. Yeah. Are we all supposed to know that there there's the Game Boy Micro, but that's not that. Yeah, yeah this looks custom built because it looks. It definitely shit. is. Well, yeah, yeah. Clearly, but I'm like, I didn't think they could get a Game Boy that small. That's crazy to my dumb brain. It's definitely emulated. Yeah, probably. When I look up fella on yeah, Google Images. In it's there. mostly women, but that's because there's a female celebrity named <laughs> Fella. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna use that as evidence. Well, I, that's bad evidence.